Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email chttucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. May 17th. Ah, we're almost halfway through the year. That's crazy. Super crazy. And for the bestie, all right, here we go. How many days until Christmas? 242 days until Christmas. Get that list made for Santa. (laughs) Santa, just pay off my bills. (laughs) I'll be good, I promise. I'll try. Okay, well, I'll let you come with me. (laughs) All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Kind of a gray day-ish. Blue skies out there. It's your weather. It's 75 and, yep, partly cloudy. So today we're going to get up to 94. Whoa. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot. It's a lot of heat. But it's cloudy, so that should be a lot better. All right. Thank you to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard for hosting the show, Studio C, each and every week. Um, we love being here for you guys. Silver Sister is... Um, uh, is all the way across the country, and Cannabis Kid is MIA. <laughs> um, he'll be here soon. I mean, not today, but, you know, in the near future. So, anyway, thank you to Tumbleweeds, and thank you to the Goodleys, our hemp and CBD shop at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. 8511, right in Arizona. Go get some hemp, go get some CBD, go get some education. Our staff's very knowledgeable about uh, what you need. Not giving advice per se, just letting you know what we have that might match what you got. 
Um, we have doctors. If you want to have a consultation, you can um, get a consultation for just $50. If you want to go through with the whole entire certification, it's just $249 or $174 if you have food stamps, food stamps. And not yet, folks. Not yet. We're hoping the bill passes. That makes um, the state fee uh, $50 and free for veterans, apparently. And, um, yeah, I don't think it does any, they're doing anything for the homeless or food staff recipients. I think it's just, just the same for everybody. But we'll have to wait and see. That's got to get voted on again. Um, so <clears throat> fingers and toes crossed on that one because that would save a lot of people a lot of money. But it's still only uh, 249 or 174 and that's good for two years now. So that's, you know, cut that in half. It's, we Round it, we figured it out. It's like 34 cents a day. Yeah, to have your medical card. That's awesome. That's a really cool number. All right. So if you want to get your medical card, you you know you also get a lot of legal protection uh, besides getting your medicine for a lot less expensive. Um, it's 25% sales tax in the rec program here in Arizona, and then. Um, you don't get as much. You only get 100 milligrams of edibles um, or one ounce of cannabis. And um, they only come in 10 milligram allotments. In the uh, medical program, they sell thousands of milligrams of cannabis. So you can get what you need to stop whatever or or help alleviate whatever pain or aches or whatever's going on, whatever ailments you have. Um, plus, it's only 8.6% sales tax. And I just like the the legal benefit of everything. I think it's a, it's a good thing to have. However, if you have one of these conditions, you can get your medical cannabis card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers most everything from uh, arthritis to um, IBS, to migraine, back problems, you know. Um, and the state considers chronic uh, 60 days. It has, has to have been ongoing for at least 60 days or more. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, uh, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, Agitation of Alzheimer's, you know, that includes dementia and uh, all the other, I think there are 28 or 29 different types of Alzheimer's. Um, <clears throat> uh, um, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you're eligible for a medical card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just a treatment for that. Uh, and it causes something on the list. So you might not see what you have on the list, but if you're taking something or going through a treatment that causes something on the list, you're like, oh, yep, that happens after I do that, uh, then you can get your medical card too. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. 
Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. All right, just give us a call at 520-838-4430. And uh, you can email thctucson at gmail.com. You can even go on the website. There's this little form at the bottom. You can just fill it out, and that automatically comes to our email. So you can ask any question you like down there. And uh, if you want to chat on this program here, I think you have to, you're required to log in. Uh, but I think that's a, a fairly simple thing to do. So we will say good morning. Let's see if they pick it up. Ganja lovers. <laughs> they did not pick up ganja. But that's all right. We did. All right. Let's see what's going on in the news today. All right. Let's see what is going on in Arizona. Since we're just reading news, local news right now, we'll get some around the world news too. Um, let's Hmm. How about this? Oh, okay. <clears throat> People come to us all the time for this right here. CBD is beneficial for treating insomnia. Amen. Sure is. The administration of plant-derived CBD is associated with improvements in patients suffering from insomnia, according to a review of human trials published in the journal Cannabis and Cannabinoid Research. Investigators affiliated with Luther College in Iowa and with the uh, Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, reviewed data from 34 human trials assessing the use of CBD on insomnia symptoms. Quote, all studies reported improvement in the insomnia symptoms of at least a portion <clears throat> uh, of their participants, the investigators reported. They concluded, the results of our systematic review suggest that CBD alone or with equal quantities of CBD in alleviating the symptoms of insomnia. Randomized placebo-controlled trial data published in December reported that the short-term use of plant-derived cannabis extracts is well tolerated and effective in patients diagnosed <clears throat> with insomnia. Normal noted, patients in the study were administered either extracts containing 10 milligrams of THC and 15 milligrams of CBD or placebo for two weeks. Those receiving cannabis extract experienced improved sleep by up to 80% and, quote, of participants no longer classified as clinical insomniacs at the end of the two-week intervention period, quote. Well, 
That is awesome. And yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> I don't know what these is in these brownies. They're called Sofa King. Yeah, that's what it is, Sofa King. But boy, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a lesser <laughs> milligram because they knock me out, um, and it's it's a wonder because I used to dream like you can't, you, you just wouldn't believe it. I sure I still dream, but these brownies put me in a state of sleep that's um, pretty darn deep. So I'm sure it's got all the CBDs and THCs in it. But, um, yep, you can come to Tumbleweeds and get your CBD products. We've got some great products for sleep down there. Um, <clears throat> so, yep, come and check it out. So, yeah, a lot of people are, are realizing that um, they can get off the, um, excuse me, the, you know, the chemical products. I'm blanking on what they are right now, <laughs> the names, but um, a lot of people are turning to CBD to try and alleviate that, get the chemicals out. All right, let's see what's going on uh, around the world. Okay. Oh, weed legalization has contributed to a decrease in tobacco, I bet. I bet it has. Uh, uh-oh, ban on outdoor pot smoking in Amsterdam's red light district to begin this month. What? Uh, the red light district prohibition was proposed earlier this year. That's a lot of red lights right there. Holy cow. A new ordinance uh, banning cannabis use on the streets in Amsterdam's red light district is slated to take effect later this month. The ban, officially approved by Amsterdam City Council last week, will, quote, come into effect from May 25th and will be enforced by police and local officials, according to Bloomberg, which noted that violation of the new law will result in approximately a $109 fine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know. Uh, the law was offered up by the Amsterdam City Council in February with local officials decrying the, quote, nuisance and grim atmosphere of the famous district at night. Quote, residents of the town of the old town suffer a lot from mass tourism and alcohol and drug abuse in the streets. Tourists also attract street dealers who in turn cause crime and insecurity. Uh, the atmosphere can get grim, especially at night. People who are under the influence hang around for a long time. Residents cannot sleep, and the neighborhood becomes unsafe and unlivable, the city council said in a statement at the time. Quote, a smoking ban on the street should reduce nuisance. We are also looking at a pickup ban at certain time for soft drugs. If the nuisance does not decrease enough, we will investigate whether we can ban smoking on terraces at coffee shops, the council continues. CNN reported at the time that if the outdoor smoking ban failed to achieve the desired results, the quote, municipality said it would also consider banning takeout purchases of soft drugs at certain times and banning smoking marijuana at coffee shops, outdoor seating areas. Quote, it is estimated that about 10 to 15% of Amsterdam's tourist in industry is based in the red light district, according to CNN. <laughs> City officials want the, the, uh, the Dewalen neighborhood 
as a district known in Dutch to draw visitors who can appreciate its unique heritage, architect, and culture rather than sex and drugs. Uh, okay, but it's a red light district. <laughs> Over the past few years, there have been multiple initiatives to reduce the impact of mass tourism and nuisance visitors and to revamp the area's image. Put up a chain at either end and put up a guard, make them pay entrance and you won't have people in there. In 2020, guided tours were prohibited from passing sex workers' windows, and there was talk of moving the windows, uh, window brothels to a neighborhood outside of the city center, conversations that continue to this day. <laughs> Amsterdam Mayor um, Fem Halsema has prioritized cleaning up the red light district since becoming mayor nearly five years ago. In 2019, Halsema, who was Amsterdam's first female mayor, presented four options aimed at protecting sex workers from degrading conditions, tackling crime, and reducing the impact of tourism in Amsterdam's red light district, CNN reported at the time. Quote, for many visitors, the sex workers have become no more than an attraction to look at. In some cases, this is accompanied by disruptive behavior and a disrespectful attitude to the sex workers in the windows, how uh, <clears throat> uh, Sema's office said. As quoted by CNN, which outlines some of the mayor's proposed reforms, quote, four scenarios have been proposed for discussion, including closing the curtains on the windows so sex workers can't be seen from the street, <laughs> fewer window-style rooms, moving the brothels to new locations elsewhere in Amsterdam, and the possibility of a sex worker hotel being created. The plans aim to protect sex workers from gawking tourists and their camera phones, and also to combat a rise in abuses such as human trafficking. The four proposals will be discussed with July before taking uh, being taken to the city council in September. The plans will ultimately be developed into a new policy on sex work, the mayor's office confirmed. Wow. Okay. So they're protecting it. But why did they have windows in the first place? And now they want to close the windows or move them all together? And what is going on in the red light district? Lord, it's really red. <laughs> I mean, if this picture is accurate... That looks cool. But they used to have women that danced in the windows, but I feel I think they're doing a little bit more than um, dancing. Yep. Yep, that too. All right. So let's see. Um, wow, 222 days until Christmas. That's crazy. All right, let's see what's going on. New York. <coughs> New York, all right, New York's medical cannabis operators could switch to adult use by year's end. Under a revised regulations proposal, a one-time special licensing fee of $20 million would apply for medical licensees to enter the adult use market, $20 million. That's crazy. 
uh, yeah, I'm still trying to take that in. $20 million. New York's 10 medical cannabis licensees, commonly referred to uh, as registered organizations, ROs, may be given the green light to expand to adult-use dispensing operations sooner than expected. The state's Office of Cannabis Management, the OCM, published a proposed draft a revised adult use regulations that would allow existing operators to expand up to three retail locations to adult use sales, including a first site on December 29, 2023, two years before originally proposed. A business's second and third retail facilities could expand to adult use sales on or after June 29, 2024, under the 336-page proposal. In addition, ROs would have to pay a one-time special licensing fee of $20 million as they transition to the adult use market to support New York's social and economic equity plan, according to the OCM. See full, full details below. Jeremy uh, Unruh, Senior VP of Regulatory and Public Affairs for Chicago-based multi-state operator Pharmacan, one of New York's 10 ROs, told Cannabis Business Times that the company has spent a long time building out and developing its medical cannabis infrastructure since winning its medical license in New York in 2015. Quote, the challenge is that the state cannabis more than two years ago, and at the anniversary of that legalization effort, which was the end of March 31st of this year, the only thing they have to show for it is nine dispensaries open in the state of 22 million people. Millions and millions and millions of dollars of tax revenue are not being recouped because of the 1,400 to 1,500 illicit commercial operators that are proliferating in New York State. They have millions, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars worth of conditional cultivator product that is literally wasting in warehouses right now because there are no retail outlets. The revised regulations are subject to change ahead of the Cannabis Control Board, CCB, regular meeting at 11 a.m., which was May 11th, when the five-member body uh, would consider the proposal. If approved the C by, the, by the CCB, the revised regulations would enter a 45-day period for public comment. The proposed revisions deviate from New York's intent to roll out an adult-use cannabis program that would prioritize 150 social equity retailers, referred to in New York as conditional adult-use retail dispensaries, CAURD, through a, quote, seeding opportunity initiative, quote, as part of that plan, uh, Card licenses were to be given three to, three years to find equal footing in the market before the larger companies that currently serve the state's medical cannabis program would be allowed to expand their dispensaries to adult use. That three-year provision was approved by the CCB in November, but is one of the revisions to, to be reduced to one year in the most recent proposal. Quote, it's very clear from the statute that New York is to prioritize its small and social equity businesses, uh, business opportunities, which we absolutely appreciate, and we know that we can be helpful in that. 
And they're very clear in creating a two-tier system where dispensaries are not allowed to also have an interest in the supply side, the cultivators, the processors, distributors. Less than three months after adult use sales commence via one card licensee on December 29, 2022, the Coalition for Access to Regulated and Safe Cannabis, C-A-R-C-G, uh, C, filed a lawsuit in the state Supreme Court of Al uh, Albany al alleging that state regulators overstepped their authority based on provisions of the 2021 Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act, MRTA, and the Unincorporated Trade Association includes many of New York's medical cannabis operators, such as Acreage Holdings, Cure Leaf Holdings, Green Thumb Industries, and Pharmacan Inc., New York Cannabis Insider reported. <clears throat> According to CARSC, the policies that have prevented medical cannabis operators and other entrepreneurs who have the capital to more swiftly open retail sites from receiving licensure have in turn delayed the availability of safe regulated cannabis for medical patients and adult use consumers alike. Uh, UNRU uh, argued that the MRTA, is orig as originally written, allows New York's ROs to secure adult use licenses to expand their retail outlets to serve the broader market. It's something that he said Pharmacan has been ready to do for more than two years now. Quote, we're in a perfect position to support small retail dispensary businesses by holding Goods, particularly when conditional cultivators right now don't seem to be having as much success in determining whether or not to plan next year's crop. As of May 10th, more than four months after Housing Works first launched adult use sales, there are nine operators that have their storefronts open, most of which are in New York City, leaving the illicit market to the state. Now, a week after um, the governor signed legislation to curb the illicit cannabis market in New York as part of the state budget. Cannabis regulators are proposing an expedited timeline <clears throat> to allow non-card licensees to enter the adult use market. Notably, the revised regulations propose that ROs seeking to expand to adult use retail operations pay a one-time special licensing fee of $20 million with at least $5 million due at the time <clears throat> the license is issued, the remaining 15 would have to be paid either before the opening of a second adult use dispensary or in $5 million installments within 30 days of each $100 million in revenue generated by the business. Furthermore, ROs would have to pay $175,000 uh, retail license fee in addition to various adult use cultivation canopy fees. Wow, people, kajillions of dollars, Lord. Um, also included in the 336-page proposal, medical cannabis businesses would not be allowed to have more than one adult use dispensary in the same county or borough as any of its other licensed dispensaries. And in addition, ROs would have their cultivation operations capped at 100000 square feet of canopy unless otherwise authorized by the CCB. 
Processing would be limited to 80,000 pounds of biomass or the equivalent amount of cannabis extract or cannabis product per year if the RO has purchased more than 25,000 pounds of cannabis or cannabis product at wholesale from another licensee in that calendar year. Medical cannabis operators that expand to adult use dispensary operations would be required to dedicate a minimum of 70% of shelf space available for adult use products cultivated and processed by licensees that are not RSOs or ROs um, until January 1st, 2026. After that date, ROs would be required to dedicate a minimum of 40% of shelf space for those products as measured by total units and inventory on a 30-day rolling average. To preserve access for medical patients, ROs that expand to adult use dispensary operations would be required to maintain a medical patient prioritization plan, keep a sufficient supply of medical cannabis products based on historical sales volumes, provide a separate medical consultation area within their retail facilities, have separate lines and access areas for certified patients, and establish priority service for those patients. In addition to adult use retail provisions, other provisions to the proposed regulations include one, provisional license and visibility into the application process, two, realign supply license tier ownership provisions, three, updates to goods and services revenues limited, um, Four, adjustments to micro-businesses and cultivator licenses authorizations. Five, social consumption allowances for adult use. Six, updates to environmental and energy usage rules. And seven, receivership rules to protect licensee. Quote, New York is a tremendous opportunity, Unruh said. It will continue to be a tremendous opportunity. It's just a matter of the state getting out of its own way and letting the market actually take off, letting that market get off the runway and into the air requires allowing licensed operators to engage with and trade with one another. That's how you build an industry. You can whiteboard it all day long and think great theoretical thoughts, but until you actually allow a conditional cultivator to sell his or her product to a conditional adult use retail dispensary or until you allow a register organization to serve uh customers by selling conditional cultivator product from their shelves, those are the cross-licensed relationships that build the cannabis ecosystem here. And unfortunately, the state of New York is just having a lot of trouble understanding that and getting out of its own way. Well, you know what? We're getting out of our own way, too. Like what up, I got some good pot I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop 
ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty, my friends like, damn, that's a stone-ass donkey. Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's pizza time, dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries, draped in a Snuggie with my girl sitting next to me, probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea. But shit, it was 99 cents I'll be blazing and smoking it About to go and get some munchies snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop Cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys Yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's And then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed These special interest groups have kept these laws with Welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. 222 days until Christmas. Ah, that's for the bestie. I don't know where my uh, my little list here went. To. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anytime you touch an app these days, it just goes flying off somewhere else. Now there's just like some sort of crazy find your new Arizona home. I don't even know what that's all about. But there's my sound catalog. And it's it's all different now, so... I don't know what else. There it is, favorite. All right, I got it. Whoa, whoa. That's this is better. There we go. All right. All right, New York. New York, you guys got to get it together over there. And you can't have, you only have nine dispensaries in the whole state, and they're all around New York City. Well, that's not fair for anybody else. 
That's why they're saying it's being run over. All right. Um, let's see. What else is going on in the world of weed? Well, you can come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come check out our um, awesome shop. You can come chat with the doctor. We do offer certifications. Or, I mean, yeah, well, we offer certifications for 249 174 if you're on food stamps. Uh, we offer consultations for $50 if you want to um, just chat with the doctor and see if maybe this is this is for you. Maybe would it be helpful or or maybe you already got your card and you're you're in your cannabis trials and you're thinking, well, I've got some more questions for the doctor. Maybe I'd like to go down there and just chat with them for a little bit. Card, uh, cash, credit, or debit. Uh, PTSD needs to be ongoing sign from your doctor every year. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain that covers like fibromyalgia, headaches, uh, backaches, arthritis, all sorts of that stuff. DDD. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, uh, including dementia, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe uh, persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And if you don't hear your condition on the list here, you can check it out at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Go to the certification section. But you're taking something or you have a treatment that uh, you're going through that's causing something on this list, like pain or nausea or seizures even, um, you can get your card for that. That's for sure. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Um, so yeah, we ran about, read about the, the ban on pot smoking in the red light district, <laughs> but that's the least of their worries, but they don't know if that's all right. Um, let's see what else is going on. Switzerland, uh, expanding cannabis research trial right on Washington governor signs a bill to protect employees from drugs, uh, testing for THC. Nice. All right. That's a good one. Salem, Massachusetts will no longer arrest people first. Psilocybin, psilocybin, <laughs> mushrooms, magic mushrooms, no no longer, Salem. Uh, cannabinoids found in non-cannabis plants, woolly umbrella. Of course, they're in lots of plants. Uh, weed legalization in Canada not linked to increase in car crashes. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, ooh, Nashville jams with a THC seltzer. We've got a CBD seltzer down at Tumbleweeds Health Center, and it's a good leaf. You could try both of those out. Super yummy. Um, And then it looks like there's just a repeat on stuff. All right, let's see here. What do we want to talk about? Um, Oh, here, Google Cloud launches uh, AI tools to speed up drug development process. What? I thought it said Al. 
AI-powered. Uh, Google Cloud's two new AI-powered tools would help biotech pharmaceutical companies develop new drugs faster. Whoa. The way drugs are developed is being rewritten as we speak. Discovering and approving new drugs is a lengthy process that requires years of development and a, dis a dismal success rate. But artificial intelligence, AI, could rev up the process in a major way. On May 15th, Google Cloud launched two new AI-powered tools designed to help biotech and pharmaceutical companies speed up the discovery of new drugs and advanced medicine. Target and lead identification suite and multiomics suite. Currently, developing a new drug from idea to the rollout of a finished product takes 12 to 15 years and can cost over a billion dollars, according to a study published in the March 2021 issue of British Journal of Pharmacology. In addition, identifying a biological target needed for a variable drug can take up to 12 months, according to the National Center for, according to NIH National Center for Biotechnology Information. The tool crystallography and nuclear magnetic resonance, NMR, two main processes that determine protein 3D structures, the biological target needed for the first step in drug development, but was a high rate of failure. It was announced at the BioIT World Conference on May 16th to 18th at the Heinz Convention Center in Boston, Massachusetts, an event, quote, showcasing the technologies and analytic approaches that solve problems, accelerate science, and drive the future of precision medicine. The event included speakers from Pfizer, Inc., Janssen Pharmaceuticals, and Harvard Medical School. CNN reports that Target and Lead Identification Suite is designed to help biotech and pharmaceutical companies predict and understand the structure of proteins, which so happens to make up a fundamental part of drug development. It allows scientists to share and manage molecular data on a protein using Google Cloud's analytical hub to securely exchange data. Researchers then use uh, the data to predict the structure of a protein <clears throat> with AlphaFold2, a machine learning model developed by Google's subsidiary. AlphaFold2 runs on Google's Vertex AI, a platform that allows researchers to build and deploy machine learning models faster. Within minutes, AlphaFold2 can predict the 3D structure of a protein with high accuracy. Multiomic Suite, on the other hand, will help researchers ingest, uh, store, analyze, and share mass amounts of uh, genomic data. This suite helps researchers embark on genomic data analysis. CNBC reports that Colossal Biosciences, a biotechnology company that has a goal to use DNA and genetic engineering to reverse extinction. Researchers can sequence DNA much faster than the time it takes to decipher and analyze it. But <clears throat> Thanks to technology, genomic data in areas like the genetic variations associated with disease, the exploration of investigational new drugs, INDs, in biotech often overlaps with the cannabis industry 
and Google's new tools could transform businesses for certain companies. Weta uh, Maniar is Google Cloud's global director of life sciences, strategy, and solutions. Quote, we're helping organizations get medicines to the right people faster. I am personally very excited. This is something that myself and the team have been working on for a few years now. The first key, <clears throat> the first key step of drug development, which is identifying a biological target to focus on design treatment. A biological target is most commonly a protein, a building block of diseases and other life forms. And to find the target, researchers have to identify the structure of a protein, which determines its function in a disease. If you can understand the role, the protein structure and role, now you can start developing drugs around it, Maniar said. The AI market is projected to reach the trillions if technology keeps up the pace. Google announced OpenAI's chat GPT late in 2021 and its generative chat board in February. Huh. Well, there you go. AI tools are speeding things up because that's a long time, 12 to 15 years, once you um, start to, you know, when you have an idea from time the product can actually get tested and made oh, and over a billion dollars. So imagine if uh, you could cut that down. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else is going on here in the world of weed. It says weed uh, legalization has contributed to a decrease in tobacco use. Let's read about that, kids. And if you want to call in, don't forget you can, 646-915-8421. Silver Sister is here. What's going on in Grand Island? How's it going? All right. Um, let's see. A study published in the Journal of Health Economics addresses the topic of tobacco use, tobacco use in the wake of cannabis legalization, entitled, quote, Have Recreational Marijuana Laws Undermined Public Health Progress on tobacco, Adult Tobacco Use? Researchers found that cannabis reform in individual states has led to decreased tobacco use. study was conducted by Bentley University, San Diego State University and Georgia State University. Quote, the study is the first to comprehensively examine the impact of the legalization of recreational marijuana on adult use, adult tobacco use, authors explain. Researchers reveal three key findings in their study. First, that, quote, first stage results from the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, NSDUH, uh, and Population Assessment of Tobacco and Health, PATH, P-A-T-H, quote, show consistent evidence that RML, recreational marijuana laws, adoption increases adult marijuana use by two to five percentage points, including through vaping. Second, authors state that they, quote, find no evidence that legalization of recreational marijuana increases adult tobacco use. And lastly, that RML adoption accompanied by the opening of a recreational marijuana dispensary is associated with larger increases in ENDS, electronic nicotine delivery systems. 
uh, use than RML adoption without open dispensaries. Ultimately, authors wrote that the increased number of recreational dispensaries is an important supply channel to explain substitution between marijuana and tobacco among adult youth, uh, among adults. However, they include that the rise of cannabis has led to caution, <coughs> cautionary warnings from public health experts who call for more research. One of their primary concerns is that the rise of cannabis smoking could lead to an unintended renormalization of smoking that could potentially set back existing tobacco control policies. The Surgeon General Report of 1964 is famous for connecting tobacco use to lung cancer, stating that cigarettes was, quote, responsible for a 70% increase in mortality rate of smokers over non-smokers, according to the National Library of Medicine. According to Surgeon General Luther L. Terry, the report, quote, hit the country like a bombshell. It was front-page news and a lead story on every radio and television station in the United States and many abroad. Nearly 60 years later, tobacco use has widely decreased. The authors found that tobacco use fell earlier recreational cannabis legalization than those without. The results provided some support for the hypothesis that tobacco use declined in several of <clears throat> the earliest adopting states, most notably in Colorado and Washington, which are also those states that saw the largest increase in marijuana use following RML enactment, authors concluded. Authors also pointed out that Tobacco use reduction is, quote, consistent with the hypothesis that recreational marijuana and tobacco may be substitutes for some adults, quote. In February, California legislators introduced a bill that would ban tobacco sales to anyone born after 2006 to phase out tobacco use and however, big tobacco company industry leaders are continuing to find new ways to move into the cannabis industry. One of the biggest tobacco companies in the world, um, the British American Tobacco, BAT, announced last September that it would be purchasing a Germany-based cannabis company called Sanity Group GmbH. Quote, we continue to transform our business through better understanding of our current and future consumers as part of our A Better Tomorrow purpose, said BAT Chief Growth Officer Kinsley Wheaton last year. Data from other studies still shows evidence that tobacco use continues to plummet. A May 2022 study found that cannabis legalization has continued to a decrease in alcohol and cigarette consumption. Another study from 2022 shows that cannabis use is supported by Australians much more than tobacco use, and a Gallup poll released one month later in August of 2022 also showed how Americans can smoke more cannabis, um, how Americans smoke more cannabis than cigarettes. Yeah, smoke weed, not tobacco. <laughs> yeah, depend, just make sure your weed that you're smoking is, is also good because that has also turned out to be a problem. Remember, Oh, gosh, when dispensaries first started happening years ago, 
um, probably about 10 years ago now, um, there was a Colorado dispensary that was using a chemical in their growing process. And that chemical, when heated, when you smoked it, turned into something really bad for you. So, yeah, we don't want to be going there. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to We Stay Wednesday. Want to come down and get certified? Please do so. Um, it's just two forty nine or one seventy four with food stamps. We do need the card with your name on the front. Or excuse me, whew, got woken up this morning by a false alarm at four. Um, we do need the card with your name on it or the award letter. Um, we also offer certifications to patients under 18. We do have telemedicine available, and we do uh, offer house calls if you'd rather the doctor come to your house. So uh, we do cannabis consultations for $50, and then we also do presentations, educational cannabis talks tailored to your specific cannabis needs. Um, we accept cash credit or debit, and the forms of ID that are accepted from the state of Arizona are a valid U.S. passport or a, oh, sorry, <laughs> and I don't know what I smoke, but it's putting me to sleep, an Arizona um, state driver's license or ID after um 1996 and it has to be um, the card oh actually now they take the paper copies Um, so alright uh oh let's see what's going on are we cutting out and we want your old medical card if it's in date as well we want everything we can get from you (laughs) Um, any any information um, that you can get us any um Oh, that's an acceptable form of ID. What? 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 I, I, now I'm confused. Oh, okay. Right on. There you go. Yes, ma'am. There it is. You heard it here first. Your old uh, medical card, but it has to be current if it has to be in date. So that's interesting news to me. So there you have it. Your, your, yes, ma'am. All right. Um, well, there you have it. So you can get certified. Uh, let's see, $35 processing fee if you bring your, if your doctor will fill out your paperwork, that's pretty cool. Uh, it has to have all the eight questions on it. Um, fill that properly, their email, uh, and their phone number, and all that good stuff up at the top because the state will reject it if it doesn't have all that stuff filled out. Uh, we accept walk-ins, and you can make an appointment. We are open right now. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. So book your appointment. Um, like I said, we do house calls too. And we do want to let you know that if you're 25 or younger, you must have medical records with you. We do offer a veteran discount of $10 and a DA discount of $10 as well. And we do want to see the IDs for both of those. And if you want a naturopathic wellness exam, we offer those as well. All right. We do have an interpreter, myself, for the deaf and hard of hearing. You just have to book your appointment ahead of time. 
and we can set that up. Um, and we will price match if they are here in Tucson and are open the same days we are. That way we can price match everything going on. Oh, if you want to be a caregiver, uh, it's a $200 fee plus a $35 processing fee, plus you have to have fingerprints and um, you have to fill a little bit of paperwork, got to take a picture, get your ID, all that good stuff. So, And if you want to be a caregiver that grows for somebody, um, then we have to make sure that that person lives 25 miles away from the dispensary. But most dispensaries will deliver. And is the D2 an actual drive-through? Do you, do you actually, like, order ahead or can you drive through like McDonald's and you're just like, Hey man, I want some need to go. And then there's a menu and you pick it out and then you drive off happily ever after. Or what is it? Do you have to call ahead? Do you have to order ahead? Is it a pain? Um, because that's an interesting thing. Oh, actual drive through. All right. So you can drive up and get your weed. Um, no order ahead. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. So there's your drive-through. Um, that's D2 has a drive-through. But if you want, um, if you don't want to become a caregiver and your person wants a delivery, lots of places. Um, oh, this is what it looks like inside now. Um, lots of places will deliver. Oh, geez. That's big. That's interesting. And um, med and rec. Okay. Well, there you go. Huh. Very interesting. And I'm sure that it's so huge. What, do they allow one person in at a time? Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, good for them. I hope the drive through works out. Um, we do like to use their eye lava, which is their proprietary lotion. So you have to go there to get it. But um, if you want to get certified so you can get everything, I don't, I think you can get that as a rec patient. I think you can get the ILAVA as a rec patient. Um, but if you want to save 25% sales tax, that's when getting your medical card comes into play and it's super important. Um, aside from, um, you know, having less sales tax, you get legal protection and you get more medicine. Um, you get stronger medicine and you get, um, let's see what else we got here. More medicine, stronger medicine, legal protection. We've got a whole list on here. Um, you get, oh yeah, unlimited amount of concentrates, which is really important for people that are, have, are super sick and have really bad, um, pain and side effects of things. Uh, you get 12 plants if you live further away from a dispensary, that's for sure, but everybody gets, um, six plants. You get employee protection, landlord protection, you get gun rights with the state of Arizona. If you have your medical card, they, they deem it okay to have your gun weapons as well, but just don't get caught federally that way. If you're doing anything wrong, you're just in trouble federally. So that's, uh, no THC limit in the medical program, which means you can get super strong medication. Um, oh, I'm going to sneeze. So, <laughs> and uh, excuse me. Um, and that's it. So if you have your medical card, 
you will be in both programs. Yay. All right, thanks for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday. <coughs> I don't think the cannabis is doing anything for my allergies right now. Bummer. Um, thanks for tuning in each and every week. Uh, we have a special guest next week, so tune in next week for that. And um, come on down to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Get certified and go to the Good Leaf at... Hold on. <coughs> Wait for it. 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Sorry about that. Remember, only 222 days until Christmas. You're welcome for keeping you informed. <laughs> All right. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, folks. Have an awesome day. We'll see you next week. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate.